0: It's time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. <laughs> time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Oh, Gazzy Bear, what is the fourth biggest story in the world of sports? Boy, that first hour flew with the show. I wanted to squeeze this. Like we haven't even done it. That's how fast it went by. I didn't get a
1: chance to mention these guys. Uh, Closer, by the way, called me, and I haven't called him back. So, Closer, if you're listening, I will call you back at some point. You're supposed
0: to call him back? I never call him back.
1: Because the Albany Patroons won 135-108. to They are now your Eastern Conference champions in the TBL. Patroons breaking records. 135, a new point-scoring record. Shout-out to the Patroons. Their season continues on, right? They still yeah. got a chance to win some more games, and a championship is not too far away. Shout-out to the Patroons. Bring it
0: home. The East last night. Yeah, they got to they beat the St. Louis Griffins now, and if they beat the St. Louis Griffins, they go to the TBL championship game or series, and if they win that, they will be the champions of the entire TBL. So, lots of good times left ahead. The St. Louis Griffins, yeah, Next. Um, and uh, we'll see how that goes. I believe the uh, series begins on the fifteenth. Yes, fifteenth, seven o'clock is is when the uh, when it all when it all gets underway.
1: For those who don't know, how would you define a griffin?
0: Oh, a griffin is generally a, a winged animal. That's I believe it's usually a, a lion's body and with wings. You know, maybe a maybe. Maybe other head. Right? It's harder yeah. to describe than
1: I thought about it's this. Like a so lion I l- with wings. I'll let you go first on it because it's like mythical, but is it like the Harry Potter dragon, but just as like not a dragon? It's just like an eagle? It's a hard animal to describe, but I decided to let you do it live into a microphone. Right, hold on. And I just the head and it
0: wings of an eagle in the body of a lion. There you go. Man, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool. Some little kid made that up. His parents thought it was cool, and now a griffin became a thing.
0: Yeah. But it's well, not I, as good I, as a patroon. It goes all the way. It goes back a little farther than... I mean, it's way back. It's mythology. BC? Yeah. Cavemen? I believe we so. I believe... Eating well, toys not, together? I don't know if it's cavemen. Like griffin. I don't know if it's cavemen, but... God? God himself made a griffin, yeah. Peter Griffin. Hey right, guys. Story number three. There's no segue
1: from that, but we will do something we haven't done in a long time. I'm breaking the rules. I promised you I'd never do this again for the rest of the summer. Where do you order it? I'm, I got a new... Story number three is game five of the Stanley Cup tonight. The Vegas Golden Knights lead the Florida Panthers three games to one in this series. We're talking hockey. That's right. Eight o'clock puck drop. And, Levesque, I'll give you a double hockey story here in story number three. We got some New York hockey news. The Rangers have hired one of my favorite names in sports, Peter Laviolette, 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 as their next head coach. He has coached for 20-plus seasons in the NHL. Maybe you remember him for the Washington Capitals as well. They did not renew his contract. What's up with the Capitals? I'll get to that in a second. But what do you make of hockey back in the top five? What do you make of hockey back in the top four at four? And will the Vegas Golden Knights clinch it tonight?
0: I hope so. Dear God, I hope so. Get it over with. I'm I'm a Vegas Golden Knights fan, kind of. like I'm a Rangers guy, but... If there was another one, I'd want to see. There's only two other places I would want to watch a hockey game than the Mass Square Garden uh, it would be down in Tennessee, Nashville, uh, I believe it's a, it's one of the tire it's named after one of the tire companies, um, and then obviously Vegas for the Golden Knights because those fans are insane. They're fun. They're crazy. It's a good time. Those two. So give me and plus this gets it over with. I just I don't want to talk about hockey. Nobody cares about hockey. And before you go, I care about hockey. Look around you. Does anybody else in that room care about hockey? Uh, the answer is probably no. So,
1: minus one ninety five, the Golden Knights win it all tonight, and it's a party in Vegas. I know the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA have won a championship recently, and parents yes. like, look at this party in Vegas. With all due respect to the Aces, this is the party that's coming in Vegas. Yeah. This place is going to be wild. Vegas wins it. They become Stanley Cup champions. And hopefully, the bigger story about this, even hockey fan loves the Stanley Cup. This is the championship. Great things to sports fans. But the bigger takeaway from this story is how to build an expansion franchise. The Vegas Golden Knights have played for the Stanley Cup twice in the first six years of their existence. There have been some really good expansion franchises like the Marlins did well. uh, The the Jags did well. The Panthers. There are good ones. This is the best ever. It's that fast, that good, that they're able to do this. And look, I'm watching the Bill Walton 30 for 30. I know the Portland Trailblazers won a championship pretty fast. This is different. They always feel like they've been winners, the Golden Knights. They win the Stanley Cup tonight, and it's party time. Uh, as for the New York Rangers hiring of Peter Laviolette, uh, from a hockey perspective, it feels like, what, this is the fourth time you and I have gone through? Is this the Rangers coach that will fix it? Is this the Rangers... There's a lot of other things they're going to have to move in this Ranger franchise for us to sit here and be like, this is the new dynasty in New York.
0: Does he bring toughness with him? Because that seems to be the one thing that the Rangers lack almost every year is toughness. Um, They can score, they they can skate, they can do all those things, but they don't scare anybody. So they get pushed around the ice a lot. So does he bring toughness with him? If he brings toughness with him, we should be good, hopefully, finally.
1: I mentioned that the Capitals, like, never want to renew everybody. Remember when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup that year with Ovechkin and it was a party time? And, ooh, they won the Stanley Cup. Everything's great. We're going to continue to be great. Ovechkin's going to drink for three days in Russia and everything. Then I was like, whoa, hang on a second. Why did we really win the Stanley Cup? What do you mean, why did we really win the Stanley Cup? Well, do you think it was Ovechkin? Do you think it was Barry Trotz? Barry Trotz won the Stanley Cup. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was out the next year. Like, that's very Phil Jackson-like. That's very David Griffith-like. Griffin, Griffith, darn it, that stupid creature got mad. The former <laughs> GM of the Cavaliers. Trotz got kicked to the
0: curb, too. David Griffin is the head and legs of a GM, body of a lion, wings of a pigeon. It's a very different animal.
1: I want every transition to the story to be... Nothing but mythical creature animal talk.
0: Me just inventing new griffins every time. Um. We'll dive
1: deeper into this later in this hour, but story number two involves the Buffalo Bills.
0: And I won't choke
1: like the Buffalo Bills. Star wide receiver Stefan Diggs is not at the team's mandatory minicamp today. It runs through the 15th, and people are wondering uh, what's going on. Levesque, we'll dive deeper into this coming up in about 10 minutes-ish, but let's do this. Initial instincts... When hearing Diggs is not there, and you talk about Diggs overall in the NFL, like we're talking about one of the top offensive players in the NFL just not showing up? Like what do yeah, we make of this?
0: If it's there's so... I want to dismiss it as nothing. I want to dismiss it as it doesn't matter, but because of how we're hearing about it, what we're hearing about it, it feels like it does kind of matter. So uh, we'll have to talk through this one because I need... I need clarification in my own head. I think I think it's going to be okay, but I also feel like there's a chance at some point we hear that things weren't okay, yeah. even though it looked okay.
1: Yeah, and now thinking about the Diggs thing, too, how I should have set this up is, hey, LeVac, remember back in the day when stuff would happen for the Bills and they weren't making the playoffs and they weren't winning games and people were just like, oh, yeah. That's like, so Bills. That, there it is. Uh, look, would it have been a huge story in Western New York? No doubt even when Sammy Watkins was getting covered, where Sammy Watkins was the star wide receiver and stuff would happen with Sammy Watkins, what, now thinking back seven, eight, nine years ago, like, hey, what was, why was Watkins? You start to kind of forget why Watkins was a problem in Buffalo because they weren't good and it didn't get as much coverage nationally. That's not happening anymore. Anything happening with the Buffalo Bills is a national story now. Josh Allen's on the cover of Madden. Stephon Diggs is a top five wide receiver, and DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. Delvin Cook's a free agent. Zeke Elliott's a, free, a freak agent. Yeah, I a like freak that. I like yeah. that one. All this stuff now matters for Buffalo because they're good. The franchise has changed. So there's a reason why this is a massive story today, where in comparison to 20 years ago, it might just be a regional story about mandatory mini camp in June. I yeah. guess it's a
0: compliment. I, sort of. Uh, it is and it isn't. It's just, it's... I, I I don't want to make something out nothing. I know we're going to talk about it coming up. Let's just talk about it coming up. Let's Fine. just do it.
1: Nice Let's, tease. I like push that. Push it where it belongs. All right. Do you want to do a weird transition here to story one about a mythical creature?
0: Uh, the the Stefan Diggs Griffin. Um, we don't know what it looks like. No one's seen it. It hasn't shown up yet. I thought that was going to fail, and it turned out pretty good.
1: Story number one involves the Major League Baseball slate of games tonight. There's two games you probably have your eye on. Hopefully the ears on this one. It's the Red Sox and the Rockies. (laughs) Sorry.
0: It's programmer human right there. Humor, guys.
1: Red Sox and Rockies. Our coverage here on your home for the Red Sox. Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. Gets underway at 6'10. 710 first pitch. It was a long one last night at Fenway Park. Past midnight. Rain delay. Extra innings. Red Sox and Rockies battled through the night. But it's the Subway series. It's the New York Mets, the New York Yankees. This game's gonna be played At the home of the Metropolitans, a 7-10 first pitch set for that one between the Yankees and the Mets. LeVac, I know we touched on this earlier, and if you missed it, Apple and Spotify, but I'm excited about this. This is a fun matchup for the Mets and the Yankees. We talk about desperation is too strong of a word, excitement, a spark. Severino, Scherzer. I just nailed a bunch of S's in a row. Good for me. There's some fun hype about this Subway Series tonight.
0: I can't. I can't wait. I think it's going to be amazing to see you know Aaron Judge hitting for the Yankees, Pete Alonzo hitting for the Mets. Those the big boppers, the two best you know home run hitters in the. Oh wait, neither of them are playing. I. I mean, I care because I like both the teams. I care because I want both these teams to to start you know playing better. Obviously, I want the Yankees to start playing better. Now I would like the Mets to figure it out next week, but at the same time, like it feels like this is a microchasm of the season for these two teams. Like this all eyes, all ears, all everything should be on. Yankees, Mets, I, I believe they are the two highest payrolls in baseball. I know Mets are one. I think Yankees are either two or three, but I think Yankees are two right now because of judge. So everyone should be watching. Everyone should be excited. Every every at bat should be like, is that going over the wall? But much like the way these seasons are going, where they're falling short. The two most polarizing, exciting, dare I say, faces for their teams ain't there. No polar bear, no judge, no captain, no no Alonzo, and it just it takes some of the luster, some of the shine off of this.
1: If this was September, this would feel more like a first round playoff series you know the old coaching cliche of the playoffs start now even though they aren't starting right now but what i mean by that is if you want to be in the mix if you want to play for a championship this is a series where you have to show off how good you are against some of the best competition now it's obviously june we can't have that way to look at this series but there are some similarities to that feel in this can the mets be a first place team is the deficit too big Are the Yankees injuries again for another season Going to catch up to them and the impact out of the lineup just not going to be there to catch a team like Tampa? Baltimore is a top four team right now in Major League Baseball. They are. The record says it. I'm not just saying that because I like the O's. They've been playing that well. It's a new foe to face for the Yankees. How far can they go? This is a great barometer, a way to measure yourself up against some of the top-tier talent in the league. Now, I say top-tier talent, and as you just said, That's supposed to be what it is right now. We're supposed to be talking about the Mets as a how high can they go in the division and how deep in the playoffs. Same with the Yankees. That's what we expected to be talking about months ago when we hit this series in June. The problem is the talent, the budget, the money, the the hype, all of that stuff has not put these teams record-wise where we all thought they would be in this Subway series.
0: Absolutely. And it's just... again. I expect a good series. I really, really do, but it is—it's one of those things like the baseball fan child version of me, where it's like you get to the you get to the park, you're fired up. Oh man, it's going to be Alonso. It's going to be Judge. This is going to be awesome. Severino is going to you know out duel or or duel or be right in the game with Scherzer. And then the while you're walking in, the lineups are up on the big screen, and you're like, Judge and Alonso aren't playing. Like what? how does that that's not it's not right it's not fair you know and again i'm a little kid at heart seeing this scenario so that's why i'm allowed to say things aren't fair and aren't right Wah. yeah and that's that's all there is Too. that's all i got to say about that um that is your uh top four at four could forrest gump read um i believe he could i think so i Maybe Just, not, like, at a high level.
1: I don't know why that ju- – I do know why it jumped in my head because he did the Forrest Gump impression there, and I thought about – you know, we see a lot of things in the Forrest Gump movie, but do they ever – I thought he couldn't
0: read. I don't think he reads well. I, I think he probably uh, – maybe not in the first movie. There's the second book. There's a second book But where, not a second movie. No, because I, I believe the second book is is uber depressing. Ooh. Like – But I think he like goes into the NFL as like a kick returner for a little while or something. Yeah, no, it's there's there's a whole other book. He did play for Bear Bryant at Alabama, right? Which means you know he's gonna get drafted pretty early if he gets if he goes into the draft.
1: There's also a joke somewhere in there about not being able to read but still getting into
0: Alabama. I didn't know that you had to be able to do that to get Alabama. Um, So there you go.
1: (laughs) We did our own joke.
0: There it is. Pump set, (laughs) Spike. So. Let's talk about what's not a joke, and that is uh, keeping your house, your family, your pets safe from vermin and pest with our friends from USX Pest Control, usxpest.com. You can set up a free inspection today. Gosh, you did the free inspection. Um, I've had the non-chemical exclusion package done to my house. It used to be called Cat Guarding, part of the Gagne family of brands, uh, USX. USX. Uh where are you at in the process?
1: Well, I was very excited about USX pest control coming over this morning. I made myself a nice cup of coffee, I dressed nice, I was ready to say what's what are up you, to? What do you
0: think is a dating service? They're coming over to get rid of bugs.
1: Then I realized I read my text message wrong and it's tomorrow. Do you have another clean shirt? Mm. <laughs> Thanks to our friends at USX pest control. They're not going to judge me how they look or I
0: look when they come <laughs> You're over like, to- "We know why you get bugs. You've jelly all over your shirt."
1: I sent you that picture of Wes puking all over me yesterday. Yeah, that
0: was rough. I won't it's be wearing that shirt,
1: but they did. This is a, a few times now they've stopped back over to check on me, make sure, hey guys, are these working? Is the setup okay? Are we catching the things that are happening in your home, whether it's your garage, your attic, your basement, just to make sure when you do the inspection, you have the setup set up for your home that it's actually working for you. What a great concept. You've ordered something, you've worked with something that's important to you in your life, and the people you work with. Actually want to make sure it's working. They're coming back over. That's the quality and the focus and knowing the product that USX Pest Control can do. I was talking to to Doug from WGY about Tim. We've talked about him before. The guy knows the stuff across the board. You want someone to go through your home and say, here's what we got to fix. Here's what we can make better. So you're set for weeks and months and hopefully for years to come thanks to USX Pest Control.
0: Absolutely love it very much. Get that free inspection schedule today at USXPest.com. Day the sun is shining. Yes, I had to think twice about what day it was, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're an hour plus into the show. How long have you thought it was a different day? I thought I knew what day it was, but I just, you know, every once in a while, you look around and you go, it's just too damn hot outside for a Tuesday. Um, well, you know what it is? Because I know, like, if <clears throat> it feels like tomorrow's live show at Moloch Chevy creeped up really fast because I was there yesterday picking up my Black Widow, which is now detailed out um and then um talked to a couple of the guys today about some other stuff and now we're going there tomorrow so it's like it's a full mohawk chevy week for me so it's weird that it's like our it's only tuesday but i feel like we're it, we're ways off from going there
1: i didn't tell you this yet we've got a sales guy on our team named david O. let's call him david i haven't
0: o. met him yet by the way
1: okay well that makes a lot more sense as to why he said to me the other day wow i love your truck
0: oh look at you buddy no, no, no. He, he, I don't know. Does he? Think no, he, that- he. I think so. Somebody yesterday <laughs> was staring at me in the parking lot. So maybe it was him. Okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe he just saw it said something on it, and he's like, "Oh, that's got to be well Levant and Gaz." Yeah, it
0: it's got. They made our logo huge. Like, like it's a big, big Levant and Gaz logo on the truck, which again is going to force me to lose weight. Because there's just no way I want to be like oh look I found fatty with Levac on the side of his truck in the, in the drive-through again like I don't need <laughs> I don't need that like duncan drive-through I don't I, I don't care like that I'm gonna do that because I need my coffee but uh, you know the rest of them I, now I gotta be like all right I guess I'll go home and cook just imagine, vegetables
1: it is Imagine you in the drive-through he's yelling back. It's Gaz. No, no, no. <laughs> David O was right.
0: LeVac's getting a salad. He said, no, no, this is Gaz <laughs> driving. If you think this truck is nice, you should see what LeVac drives. It's crazy. It's a tank, actually. It's a World War II tank with his name on the side. Um, no, so yeah, so we're <laughs> going to be at Moloch Chevy tomorrow. They're putting my tonneau cover on, which I'm very excited about. Um
1: in similar fashion, you almost forgetting what day it was, David O, our wonderful salesperson forgetting who drives that vehicle. I am still confused. Now an hour plus into this show, now mm-hmm. into the evening, mm-hmm. about this Stefan Diggs story. Mm-hmm. Like there's quotes out there, there's tweets. I am Bill's fan. I wish now I could like calm you down and say everything's fine. well back. Like, I'm far more nervous now than I was this morning when this started to break. I'm a to quote Sean McDermott.
0: Very concerned is kind of how I feel about this now. But see, it's weird because now I've gone the other way. I'm now I'm now chilled out about it. Like I feel like uh, Shakespeareanly, it's uh, much ado about nothing. Like so, here's the deal: not there, but he is there. Like he's at he's at the Bills facilities and stuff. He's been getting checked out. He's been doing stuff. Um, I feel like he will be working out, but McDermott saying he's concerned does. Opened the door for for all of us to be concerned because, listen. The one thing we've learned about Sean McDermott above all else is that dude is about details. Like, <laughs> I'll never forget the first year we were there that he was the head coach, and some of the support staff had stayed after Rex had left, and like these office people, whatever, and these you know media guys, and the one guy's younger. I can't for the life of me, I can't remember his name right now. It's been years since I've seen him. I remember going to him like what did you like more? Did you like Rex or did you, or do you like McDermott more? And he said, he goes, listen, it's for different reasons. I like both. I really enjoyed when Rex would tell stories and things like that, but there's something about McDermott that he knows everybody. He goes, somebody from my office who he sees like once a week, got a haircut. McDermott walks through the lunchroom, walks up to him and goes, you know, Hey Steve, nice haircut. Looks good on you, brother. Hits him on the shoulder and walks away. And then everybody's sitting there going, oh my God, McDermott knows who I am. <laughs> you know, like, so that, like, he knows details. So for him to be concerned, I'm, he's, I feel like he's concerned in a detail oriented way where it's like he's heard or is, or is afraid of a certain detail that, that makes him feel like this is a problem. Like, like, Diggs is unhappy with X and that's why this is happening. So, or, or like, what would be more likely, guys, outside looking in? If you're Diggs, do you sit out a little bit of this to, to use your leverage to sign or to not sign DeAndre Hopkins? Ooh.
1: I, ooh, that's a good question. I would go with one. I feel like you'd say, hey, you need Hopkins here. I'm committed to winning. I want to do everything it takes to win. We as a team have to be more committed. But that also sounds odd when your commitment to winning is not being there. Because it was the second thing, like, hey, you shouldn't go after Hopkins because you have me. That's just too selfish. That is a wide receiver saying, hey, it's all about me. I should be the star. We're not saying that you wouldn't be the star over DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is awesome. But, like, Stephon Diggs, you're a top five wide receiver, maybe even top three, depending on how you want to rate Cooper Cup when he's healthy, when he's coming back from an injury. Like, you're in that conversation. Your answer you had there about McDermott is really good insight because all that is true, super detail-oriented. What scared me, concerned me about Diggs is that first part you mentioned about all the reports are saying that he's in Buffalo, like that he's actually there. If you missed it, his agent, uh, Adisa Bakari said, according to Adam Schefter, that he's been in Buffalo since yesterday, took the physical, met with the coach, the GM, the pro, the the past two days, right? So he's there. But here's what really catches me off guard and why the word concerning is bizarre to me here. So everyone says he's there. Everyone says he should be there. Do you know who wrote about this story today? The Ooh. Buffalo Bills. Right. The Buffalo Bills went to their website, buffalobills.com. They went to social media and posted, Bills wide receiver Stefan Diggs not in attendance at mandatory minicamp per Sean McDermott. Quote, as the Bills kicked off to start a mandatory minicamp, head coach Sean McDermott said that wide receiver Stefan Diggs is not in attendance for practice. McDermott did not elaborate, said he was very concerned. Camp goes through the 13th to the 15th. Okay, that to some people may not sound like a big deal. And others might say, oh, they want the clicks, they want the retweets, they want the engagement. When the team is reporting about a drama right, situation,
0: right. all of a sudden I'm like, whoa. Well, because you're doing it for a reason. Like this is this is a message. This is you sending a message to the player. At least that's what I, the way I view it is, hey, Maybe, just maybe Stefan Diggs is starting to get a little too a little too full of himself, or um, he's pushing his agenda a little too far, thinking that he's on a different level than everyone else. Well, guess what? You're not. You're one of 53, and we love you. you're very important to us. We want you here. You're, you are a great player, but we're not going to let you use that leverage to cause divisiveness or anything else. Get your butt into practice. That's where you belong.
1: Most teams, most especially at the professional level, even more so in college, usually protect their players. Like, hey, if there's drama going on, we're not going to report that. We're going to let Sal Capaccio do it. We're going to let Joe Biscaglia do it. Those guys can get into the drama world. We're focused about football. We don't want to have distractions. We don't want any of this to happen. When I read that, that the team website's reporting it, that they have the article out, you said it's a message to Stefan Diggs. Hey, man, we're calling you out. You got to be here. This is how we're handling this. My first reaction was, uh-oh this is something health wise or something personal that's going on that he wants to bring attention to. Like he's got to get checked out for like, again, speculation. I'm just doing this to how I think it would be like, okay, he's got like a heart condition and he's got to step away for a little bit. Or he had something happen in his personal life and we're trying to protect him to say, Hey, uh, something concerning has happened in Stefan Diggs' life. Although he is in Buffalo, we support him. He will be back. Th- that's how I thought a team would handle that. Now, Maybe it's just 2023 and it's as simple as guys. They wanted the clicks, the engagement. They want to get in front of the story rather than behind it. They want to control the narrative. Maybe that's the answer. But I hear concern from a head coach. A guy's there at minicamp, but they don't know where he is. He's dealing with something with an ego or contract scenario. They might bring in a player who plays the same position as him and the team's reporting about it. I need more details. And the agent said he's there. I hope he's fine. I need a picture. Give me a picture of Stefan Diggs eating chicken wings somewhere. I'll be, all right. He's good. He's fine. <laughs> Give me a picture of, like Stefan Diggs running some routes that he's fine. So, Bills fans, I'm a little concerned for you because some of these details are all over the place.
0: Yeah, I and to your point though, the, the Bills website, the one reporting on it, you're taking a pretty big gamble because that can cause a rift like if there isn't one there already and Diggs and his agent are like, why are you overreacting to this? Like, why are you doing? Like, we're we're okay. We're doing we're doing what we're doing. We're okay. Everything's good. We're gonna be here. We're gonna catch a hundred passes. We're gonna have you know a bunch of touchdowns. Just calm down. Everything's fine. But now we don't trust you because you did this to us. So it it is. It's a lot of 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 stuff. However, I just feel like because he is there. Oh, it'll, it'll all be fine. It's all going to come together.
1: Should we add in the Minnesota stuff? Like, because there was a, let's say, less than happy ending to Diggs's time in Minnesota, yeah. that that's dogged him a little bit That any other. Look, it's that plus wide receiver, right? Hey, wide mm-hmm. receivers historically are known to be divas and want it their way. The end of what happened with Minnesota was not perceived to be well, although it seemed like seemed like. Diggs had washed that away really fast in Buffalo when he was good and was quiet and wasn't causing drama. It's like, hey, hey, that's not me. That's Minnesota. Yeah, But it seems like today we've seen the comments. People are like, same stuff on Diggs, drama, diva. You even suggested it. Getting a little bit cautious because another wide receiver might be the top dog. He's getting a little sensitive, wants to make a point today.
0: Well, I'm just, I, I could see a scenario where – what you've mentioned so Diggs buys in great teammate there every day busting his butt playing harder than anybody you know you could you could make him partially responsible for how good and how fast josh allen got good because of his ability to catch and and you know his catch radius all these things and then to still lose in the playoffs year after year after year where maybe just maybe he's looking around going, "What have you guys done different this year? What have you given this team that we didn't have the other years? We fell short. I don't want to lose to Kansas City Chiefs again. Okay, so you went Goff okay, good. I need another receiver here. Like Davis is very good. These guys are good. All these guys are good. Last year we had to go get you know Cole Beasley for a week. We had to go do this for a week. We had to go do this for a week. I don't want to do that this year. Why am I not hearing us linked to DeAndre Hopkins?" Why is he working out with the Titans and the Patriots? The Patriots, who with Bill O'Brien running that offense, could catch up to us a little bit. Maybe they even give us a loss. Like, why am I seeing that? Why am I not seeing DeAndre Hopkins working out with us? And you know, somebody's gonna go, "Well, the cap space." These these math nerds, <laughs> they they can they'll adjust that cap in the weirdest ways. You never you you would never understand. I would never understand it. None of it. Like. There's an accountant who's been doing, you know, taxes and everything with pen and paper or pencil and whatever for 100 years. Sits down with one of these capologists and probably head explodes. Just right there. Just like can't even help themselves. So there's, there's always a way to figure out the money if they really wanted it. So what's, I, I could see a scenario where he goes, hey, what, why aren't we doing something different? We're doing the exact same thing we do every year. Okay, so you brought in, you brought in another pass rusher. That's great. I love that. What about the offensive side of the ball? What are we going to do to be a little bit better on that side of the ball? What are you going to do to get me open more often? What are you doing? You're not doing it. In the overreaction world we live in, is there a Bill fan? And please, if you are,
1: we're not going to judge you. We're going to talk about it. We're not going to judge you yet. At the Jeff LeVac, at Tom Goss, T-O-M, G-O-Z-Z on Twitter, Fox Sports, on Facebook. Are there Bills fans that want Diggs to go because of this? And like, hey, we don't need Diggs anymore. We're going to go get Hopkins. We're going to trade Diggs. For whatever we need, maybe a piece on defense, as Corey Greenwich likes to say, maybe get better on offense and defense.
0: Which would be nice. That would be
1: (laughs) And then you get DeAndre Hopkins. I feel like that's a super overreaction, and they can't win a Super Bowl or win the AFC without Stephon Diggs. But there might be a Bill fan that feels that way because of this and other like that's too much of an overreaction, right? Trying to get rid of Diggs if Hopkins is out
0: there. Well, I think it's not only an overreaction, I think it's a mistake. I think Diggs is your guy. That's who Josh Allen is, is comfortable with. And I don't I don't I don't think necessarily at this exact moment in time Hopkins is an upgrade. He's different, but is he an upgrade? I don't I don't think so. And it's easy to fall into that trap because look what's happening with the running back market right now. The Raiders with Josh Jacobs, the uh the Giants with Saquon Barkley. Well you got the tag on the guy. They're not signing the tag. So now all of a sudden everybody's looking around going, Well, wait a minute. Do I even want him to sign the tag or do I want to cut him loose and go get Dalvin Cook? And I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, the second somebody gets mouthy, well, I'll go get this guy. Well, there's chemistry here. And and if Diggs, I, again, I I feel like we're all jumping through a lot of hoops and we're overreacting. And there's a good chance that even if what I'm speculating is true, we hear about it three years later because nothing came of it where he's like, well, yeah, I was ticked off because we didn't do this, this, or this. Like, we drafted, why did we draft a tight end as a project with our first overall pick? We're close to being a Super Bowl winning team. We have that kind of talent. And you went out and got a project who the first time he was interviewed, our offensive coordinator said, I don't know what I'm going to do with him. I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, hey, he's got a unique skill set. I don't really know what we're going to do with him yet. We both got to learn each other. Well, then why the hell did we draft him? We're close. We're not at project part. Like, we're not, we're not that team that has to go out and get a guy who might work out. We're, we're, we're the team we should be going out and getting a legitimate wide receiver, a legitimate running back, a, a you know, depth at line, stuff like that. That's who we are. And you guys went and got a project, and I don't hear you looking at DeAndre Hopkins or Dalvin Cook, and I'm ticked off. So I'm in town. But my Uber is, uh, is delayed, and it's going to take me a little while to get to practice. <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah. I, I, I could see that being, being the situation. But I also very much think that it's the Bills, and they'll figure it out. And it's just the fact that it's McDermott and the crew who is saying, like, you know, dude, we really would like to know what's going on here. This is, uh, this is concerning. That, that makes me concerned. If they didn't say it, I wouldn't be concerned at all. Um, maybe the Bills need to reach out to our friends at Elevation 10,000. Elevate the brand a little bit, you know? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe, maybe there's not enough people wearing the bill, you
1: know, the, the Buffalo Bill. Mafia, you need some gear. Maybe not yeah. exactly Buffalo Bill gear, but if you want to show off some <laughs> red and blue and not get our friends in trouble, elevation 10,000 is a spot, whether you're making that kickball team this summer. Maybe you just want to have cool T-shirts for a bachelor or bachelorette party. More importantly, if you're a small business or even a, a medium business or a growing business, are you handling your digital marketing the right way? How's your social media? What's your website look like? So many people just grab their phone, and when you find out about your business, first thing they do, they Google your name, they check out your website, they check out your social media pages. If that's not your strength, it is for Elevation 10,000, and they can help your business today.
0: Yeah, maybe you're very successful, but you just can't figure out how to get to that next level of success. That's where everything God just mentioned comes in. That's where our friends at Elevation 10,000 come. Maybe you need a new video done. They do video production. They do. I, I love watching them come up with, like, harnesses for vehicles and things to do. Like, oh, we really want to do this shot in a vehicle, but we don't have this. Well, let's go get it or find it or build it. Because that's what they do. I like seeing some of the stuff that's
1: in production, and you and I show up, and we're like, can we be a part of this one? Yeah. When can we be in one of these
0: videos? Because you guys are having so much fun, and the quality's so good. And then Dave just yeses us, and then waits for us to leave, and does it right without us. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. It's aggressive.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I like it. I've been trying some new bump music. Ooh
0: uh almost time for the play uh, of uh, the day uh. <laughs> less and less options available as uh, as we hit that that part of the year where it's it's basically baseball so we'll we'll see what we can find for you for the uh, play of the day but um decided to go hatless today no hat for 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 your boy Ooh, LeVac.
1: that ticket would have cashed for somebody that was a high number that's plus money when LeVac's not wearing a
0: hat usually it, the nice thing is that the all the people here at Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty, don't know me well enough yet. So when I don't wear a hat, it's just kind of like I get like a, a side eye. Where like after years, it's usually like if I don't wear a hat, people are like, "What's going on? You okay? Something wrong? Are you the evil twin? Did D- a vortex open up? What's going on here?" T
1: D- Scott came in and did a triple take. Did you see him? He's like, what? and he went to <laughs> well, high school with you. He was well, least-
0: because <laughs> I wore hats back then. Yeah. i always like the backwards ball cap. Fred Durst stole that from me a turd he owes me he owes me money or something i don't i'm assuming he doesn't have any but i would i would like it if he does he
1: did it all for the nookie
0: the what the nookie um can we right. still say that on radio nookie yeah i don't yeah. think you can get like i don't i don't think you want to go into a full description of it okay. i think that might be that might be where you you start to get in trouble hot dog flavored water stuff of those things <laughs> um other starfish uh so <clears throat> here's here's the uh, here's the deal the reason no hat is i decided to look somewhat professional i i leave here and then i'm going to talk to cj north from news channel 13 uh cj has asked me to come and sit down and be interviewed about my experiences with tony Whoa,
1: LeVac, this is some breaking news here. What? Yeah. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. How can I help you? You hinted at this a little bit with me via text message, but this is a big deal. Like, we've talked about some coverage coming involving the Albany Empire, pieces being done about the Albany Empire. Correct. But this is a big-time news sit-down interview, and if my media clock is correct, Mm -hmm he's interviewing here on a Tuesday evening. I would guess that piece isn't going to run for us. So I I would assume this is going to be like a a pretty significant feature that's coming.
0: Well, I think he's building an entire, like almost 30 for 30 esque type thing. He's going to talk to multiple people, get multiple angles. He's, you know, he's doing that as you like to say, big J journalist, he's getting everyone's side of everything. (laughs) And I respect that. and I appreciate it. Um, You know, my, you know, my goal with these things, tell the truth. That's, that's all I want. I, you know, i I, if I screwed up, that's fine. I screwed up. If I didn't, well, then I don't want to be blamed for stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I don't know. We haven't, like, prefaced it at all. It was it was legitimate like he reached out and he said, would you be willing to sit down and, and talk? And I said, 100%. I have, I have nothing to hide. And let's well, get publicity for LeVac on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.80, as well as Jeff LeVac, Director of Media Relations for Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Check them out online at tefirewater.com. So it works out for me to go and do this. I'm very excited.
1: I'm telling CJ right now two parts. First, I'll open with a compliment. CJ, please, please, just don't have former Albany Empire president or former NAL executive of the year. Let's squeeze that oh, in there. I like there.
0: that, though. Yeah, I, like
1: I know. The graphic can only fit so much, though. Local radio host, should host I of The Vacuum House. Should I have brought
0: the, the championship? Should I, I should have wore all three championship rings and then, like, be holding – the championship, the ball that says I'm executive of the year. Yes. While hugging my two New York State broadcaster awards that that I stole. Is that
1: I thought you said act natural, CJ. This yes, is how this I usually is,
0: act. <laughs> this is how I roll. Hi. <laughs> they call me trophy case. I just carry trophies.
1: As much as you're thinking about it, here's the second part for the CJ thing. There's a lot of pressure on you, CJ. Because LeVac <laughs> and I have been hyping this up. And I think people, not just you and I, though. Like, I I believe it's one of the most frequent comments. You especially, not so much me, but you especially, like, you imagine the book? Oh. You imagine the movie? Can you imagine the special? The Netflix. Like, that's probably the second or third comment that people ask you over this summer is, whoa, what was it like with Antonio Brown? How about The Empire? Wow, that's going to make a special movie thing. So it's starting now from the hype that you just set up, from my instincts going off. Like, this sounds like the first big feature coming. So the pressure's on CJ. Like you're gonna, like you said, like Will Smith's character and concussion. Yeah. Tell the truth. That's a, like yeah. that's easy oh, for you to do, CJ. <clears throat> there's some pressure, man. There's some
0: hype around this piece coming out. Should I bring? A, should I bring my my Tony timeline that I've been doing? Because I just like the other day we were having a conversation about everything, and it's amazing to me how detailed people want to get about this. Like, well, how did it start? When did it start? What's this? What's it? And I'm sitting there going, and you know me, like me and dates, they're just not. That's not my that's that's not my my bag, baby. I started writing down the dates. I was like, okay, so it was like February twenty second. We started talking to him on Instagram. It was, you know, a week later. He's at, you know, Tech East signing paperwork to become, you know, part of the actual organization. And and then slowly but surely the wheels started to come off. You know, so so I did. I started writing everything down. Like I I literally have like a five page Tony timeline on my computer like just because i couldn't i had to put it all together there's been so many crazy things that have happened not all bad you know let's be real not all bad 98 percent terrible but there's that two percent good in there will you have just one wild answer
1: that they'll use for the commercial tease like (laughs) coming up this weekend before antonio brown may take the field we've got what we'll call the fall of the empire, and we've talked to all the big time figureheads, well, the, the people that were there, and then all of a sudden, LeVac saying something wild, and you're in the trailer. <laughs> like, I'm okay with you campaigning to say something crazy to get
0: chopped up and dropped I, in. It, it depends where the conversation. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it just to do that. Click bait, click bait. <laughs> if 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 in the you know part of a story that happens, or if he asks me a question and the answer is that. So be it. I will not manufacture hype. I don't think you need to. This thing is. Listen, who is Antonio LA? Like, that's like let's not forget that that's a real thing. There's a crazy trust out there that owns the team and all these other things. And it's owned by a foreign national named Antonio the God. You know, and, and like he has said that he is a foreign national and all these other things. So, like Like, realistically speaking, I don't feel like I have to sell the sizzle on this steak. I feel like the steak sells itself.
1: I think so, too. I think people are going to be interested in this. I'm excited to see how it turns out. Good luck to you doing this. Good luck to CJ. Capital Region sports fans are going to be interested to find out this perspective. And I am willing to make a big wager, a big bet, a big investment. This will not be the last time you sit down for one of these. Over the course of maybe the rest of your life, LeVac. Not to overhype, but I'm serious. Like this is this is one of
0: many for you on the way. I kind of remember I've been kind of backburnered since he called me fat online and stuff. Like it's like he references me vaguely now. I don't get the full blown "Hey, fatty, eat a glizzy." Like I got you know on Twitter. I don't know. I, I think I'd be a footnote after this one. I think, I think unless unless he and I end up face to face, which he made sure we didn't do in Orlando, it was like one of those things where he's on the field after the game and he has like brought security in. He legitimately flew security in for the Orlando game. And like security is 5 yards from from myself and other other members of of the people the large group of people he's pissed off <clears throat> and they're making sure that he can't get like he's hanging out in the far end. Like so I don't I don't know. I don't think he and I'll ever be face to face again. I don't hang out in 17-year-old girls dorm rooms. Um Ooh what i'm sorry was that loud save that uh, for cj oh sorry sorry i don't i tend not to post videos of myself throwing up miller light i don't i tend not to do those things <laughs> and I, i'm not pretending i'm some kind of great mature adult but i don't pretend i'm a great mature adult and i still don't do those things you do tony so uh yeah so we'll see we'll see how it goes
1: and by the way as much as we're hyping this up and rightfully so never forget you listening right now the best content in the capital region when it comes to the sports is right here. Fox Sports nine ninety LeVac and Gaz, because Lavac's gonna be We're boots uh,
0: on the ground, baby. That's
1: right. You're gonna be shrunk down to like two minutes, some clips, some cuts. You get two hours of content. You get it all on Apple and Spotify. So as good as it's gonna be, don't forget you get the whole
0: meal weekdays yeah. three to five. Years. Yeah, this is just an appetizer. Uh huh. Well and, A and that's, chicken nugget. Well, and that's the thing too, is like like realistically speaking. I can tell you the truth. Like, that's something a lot of people are going to sit here. Like, my favorite is always the, oh, anybody who gets into business with Antonio probably get what you deserve. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? Okay, well, I guarantee you, if you were in those meetings, you would have done what we did. Now you can say you wouldn't. It's a little different now. But historically speaking, the Empire has always brought in famous NFL people it was you know Ron Jaworski, Marquis uh, Colson. Like there was always there was always people around. This thing started with, "Hey, I want to help promote." "Perfect. That's your role. I got it. That's just let me do that." Okay, cool. And then through some things, he was able to weasel his way into more and you know, to tune into News Channel 13 to hear the rest of that story. Weekdays, 3-5, to LeVac and Gaz. That's right. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Play of the day. You ready for it? I believe so. I'm ready. Uh, Play of the day brought to you by our friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. We're going to be there live tomorrow, broadcasting live 3-5 to at Mohawk Chevrolet. I'd love to see everybody there. Find new roads, car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet. Uh, Gaz, I think there will be quite a bit of runs scored this evening in the Yankees-Mets game. Give me over 7.5. Over Severino versus Scherzer. We've talked about it. I know this is supposed to be, you know, ace versus ace adjacent. But um, I think even if it means waiting until the fifth, sixth inning, there will be, you know, this is going to be a 5-4 game, some of that nature, maybe a 7-2, but there'll be at least nine runs scored in this game.
1: All right, some high-scoring innings coming on the way for Yankees-Mets, the over you got in that game. I'm going to the West Coast for this one. Our guy, he's a local author, a local sports writer. You might know his work, Sean Martin. Sean Martin is broadcasting via YouTube and Facebook tonight because of the reverse fan protests going on involving the Oakland A's. If you've missed this, the A's fans have decided to pack the house tonight to protest the ownership group. It's an odd concept. (laughs) Hey, we're going to show you how much we love the team by coming to the game, which kind of you'd think we love the team so much we wouldn't go to the game. But no, no, no. They've already done that because they're not going to the game. So this should be a huge party tonight as the A's take on the Rays. Packed house allegedly coming in Oakland, whatever that means do, this season. Do, yeah.
0: I just love that. Like, you realize that if you'd gone all along, it wouldn't leave.
1: Uh, You're an Oakland Raider fan. Do you yeah. believe that? Anything has a lot more to do with politics?
0: Oh, no. I, I believe that because the A's signed a 10-year lease when they shouldn't have. And since then have... They put a nice product in the field for a couple of years. The product that goes in the field is poop. The stadium is poop. Um, the There's actually poop leaking from certain <laughs> office ceilings inside the stadium. But, like, if you're making money, you're not leaving. If you're making money, you're rebuilding. If you're making money, you're renovating. If you're making money, you're staying. So, like, basically all you're doing with this sit-in, with a deal that's pretty much already done that they're going to Vegas... All you're doing is giving them enough money to, to rent moving trucks. Like, that's all you're doing. Congratulations. Yeah, it is an odd way to show off your disdain by buying things and
1: doing that. Uh, anyways, back to the play here. A's and Rays. They're playing the best team arguably being baseball tonight on the West Coast. 940 first pitch for this one. I hit on an A's bet earlier this year. The A's are what? 16 and 50? i gotta get, I'm getting got to get the glasses when I'm reading this because the numbers are so ridiculous. <laughs> 16 and 50. They're a run-and-a-half dog tonight. Over-unders at 9. Give me the A's on the money line. right? Sh- wow. shouldn't, shouldn't the Rays destroy Oakland? You give me a terrible Oakland A's team versus the Rays. This should be blowout city tonight. I get the A's at plus 180. Even that number out loud sounds like, shouldn't it be like plus 220, plus 240? You're going to be plus 180 tonight in Oakland with a guy on the mound who's pitching for the A's. This is not a pro wrestler. The lefty, number 63. Hogan Harris.
0: Oh, yeah, Hogan Harris. You think you can bitch to me, brother? Sorry. is on the mound tonight. You know what? Hogan Harris is on the mound tonight. Pollen is strong today. I'm just going to put that out there. No. My, my voice is destroyed. You
1: know what? <laughs> I want to do something out. Give me one more on the Hogan if you can.
0: Oh, yeah, Hogan. Let me tell you something, brother.
1: Yeah. Wait, wait a second. That was the macho, man. I do a little
0: more macho lately. I like to do the macho, man. I the to love rock and roll. I did
1: that voice because that sounds like what happened with our friends over at
0: Mohawk Honda. Right. This is, well, by the way, this is not to mix sponsorships. This is my integrative sleep post of the day. Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Gereere. It's at Tom Goss, T O M G O Z Z, where he introduces, narrates, and interviews. A gentleman named TJ at Mohawk Honda who jumps through a table, and I'm sorry, TJ brings it by trying to jump through this table and everything, but God steals the show as the wrestling announcer.
1: Well, Thank you, LeVac, because this may be my best work. I said on Facebook, I need to retire. It's never getting better. If you haven't checked out Mohawk Honda before, LeVac and I have been telling you about our friends over at Mohawk Honda forever, but this is your moment. Head over to Mohawk Honda's Facebook page. Tell your relative, whoever it is, somebody's on Facebook. Hey, Goss is talking about this video about Mohawk Honda. I got to see this. Twitter at Tom Goss, T O M G O Z Z. Instagram, you can find it. Follow Mohawk Honda because it shows how much fun the people at Mohawk Honda have during their jobs to do something like this with TJ for the event on a weekend. People want to go out and work with you on a weekend. How often have you gone to a business on an early Saturday morning and you're like, this person doesn't want to be here? That is not the case at Mohawk Honda. Go this summer and get yourself into a new ride and work with people that you're going to have fun with. You're going to come back for for years to come. You're going to recommend to your friends and family members. It's so easy to see in this video with Mohawk Honda. So get yourself a new ride. Certified pre-owned vehicles are in as well. So if that's better for your budget, they're going to help you find out. Shout out to Greg Johnson, Lindsey Herod, and MJ. Shout out to TJ, Nick, and Nate, and Ben, all those guys who worked on the video as well. Stop in this weekend or... Head over on June 21st when LeVac and I are going to be broadcasting live from Mohawk Honda. I love my pilot. You can love your vehicle as well. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you.
0: You're right. This is the time of year that you need to love your vehicle. Like, this this is that time. Weather's starting to get nice. Window down, a little cruising. Got to do it. Uh, speaking of Mohawk, make sure you cruise to Mohawk Chevy, also part of the Mohawk family. Tomorrow, 3 to 5, LeVac and Goss live right here on Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 9.80. Uh, Cavino and Rich coming up next. Red Sox a little later tonight. For those of you who like to torture your eardrums. How about no more rain delay extra inning game, Red Sox? My goodness. Past midnight with a 7 o'clock first pitch at Fenway last night. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're the Red Sox. Uh, but, yeah, so that game later, all right here. And, uh, we, we again, we hope to see you tomorrow live at Mohawk Chevrolet. Live and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, five nine and 9.80.